0: And call 1 888 freedom or visit consumercellular.com. Savings based on cost of consumer cellular single line, one five and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid and unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T Mobile and Verizon January 2024. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out of pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud you can. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today.
2: on a cruise ship were diagnosed with the coronavirus. The rest were told they just had regular cruise ship diarrhea. (laughs) Comes with a standard package. Wow.
1: I really like David Spade's show. Um, The president unleashing his vitriol touchdown dance. We don't know, actually, but it's going to start in just a minute or two. President addressing the nation post-impeachment acquittal. The Wicked Witch of the West, Nancy Pelosi, has already spouted some sort of uh, vitriol over the airwaves. I saw her on a minute ago. uh, Yeah, and we'll have that for you as soon as the president starts talking. We have a feeling that it's going to be pretty good. If it is, we'll air it, and if it's not, it's not. Back to the coronavirus just briefly. I came across this headline just a little bit ago. I'm trying to find where it was. The doctor that the Chinese... Detained because he was in trouble for spreading news about the coronavirus. Telling the truth. Has died of the coronavirus. Oh. Is that what he died of? (laughs) It's China. Yeah, but that's okay. Who knows? That's what he dies of. they, They may have killed him. In a socialist system, Jack, you can't have people going off and doing their own thing. Everybody has to cooperate. Once in a while, you get somebody who just won't. And this just in from the New York Times, as the numbers are trickling in at the very end of Iowa, the margin between Mayor Pete and Bernie is now one-tenth of a one-percentage point, which is pretty small. Yeah, I'd say. So, uh, on to New Hampshire. Another tiny state. don't don't Are they live free or die, New Hampshire? Yes, they are. Although it's a bit of a nanny state, too. So, I don't know, it's an odd mix of... I've never lived there, I'm just going by what I've read, but... It's an odd mix of nanny statism and fierce independence in your uh, rural areas. In your enlightened capitals and universities and everything, they're, they're crazy left. Tiny state, I remember I was driving through and I wanted to stop so that I could just set foot in the state. And I was going to wait because I needed to pee for the next stop. And uh, by the time I got to the next exit, I had left the state. Whoops. <laughs> yep. Yep took like five minutes to drive across that little tiny part at the top. Yeah, it is something. You can take days to drive across your western states, but in the east, it's bingo, bango, bongo. Oh, it'll take you three days to get across Texas, and you're going to have to fight Indians the whole way. Right. Right. Oh, so, waiting for the president. (laughs) He never starts anything on time, him or any other president. You know what I'd like to hear? I'd like to hear Travis Kelsey at the Chiefs Victory Parade again. Can we hear that clip number 17?
2: (laughs) Woo! I'm wearing about half the beers I've been trying to drink, baby. It's been a long time coming, because what did we do? We had to fight for a ride to party! And what we do, we unleash a can of whoop-ass on everybody! So Travis
1: Kelsey Kelsey is very much the Chiefs' uh, George Kittle. George Kittle is uh, Travis Kelsey wearing a Niners uniform in style of play. They look like they're both crazy white guys who are into wrestling. Do they breed these guys on a farm somewhere? Well, his, uh, Kelsey's brother made quite the impression at the the Eagles' victory parade. Remember the guy who was dressed up as a green genie? Oh, yeah. That was, that was another Kelsey. Wow, okay. They just have this... And is he a tight end as well? Uh, I believe he's a defensive ah, player. Yeah. There goes my theory. Oh, well, I don't know. It's like, you know, it happens on a farm. You're breeding tight ends. You accidentally get a, a defensive back, and you try to sell them. Well, you got two brothers playing football. Somebody's got to run the route. Somebody's got to guard the route. It's a good point. Yeah, in the backyard. Back to the survey of Valentine's Day stuff as we wait for the president to come out, and I assume say very Trumpy things about having won the impeachment battle. Chocolates here, yes. Heart-shaped a no, according to polls on uh, Valentine's Day stuff. I've kind of sensed this throughout my life, too. Uh, women do love the chocolate. Not into the heart-shaped stuff. So heart-shaped chocolate boxes or heart-shaped pizzas, that sort of thing too is uh, too too dumb, I guess. Trying hard but not trying it all simultaneously. I got a heart-shaped pizza a couple of years ago from one of your pizza places. And uh-huh. I don't know if it slid in the box or whatever. It was really shaped more like a kidney than a heart. <laughs> if You're going to go with an internal organ. I've seen them that look more like a butt than a heart. Oh. Which, you know, depending on your relationship. That's yeah. true. But, uh, yeah, not attractive. That That is literally not trying at all. What's that? Well, okay. It's trying so little it might as well be not at all ordering a heart shaped pizza. <laughs> unless you have <laughs> unless you have kids. I remember I remember I ordered silly simple gestures mean a lot to kids. Oh yeah. No, this was pre kids. I ordered the heart shaped pizza and it took like an hour forty five to get it. Yeah, so everybody's hangry. And and it was cold and shaped like a, a kidney. Wow. So it just what did not pan out. Honey, you won my kidney. The right one. But that's the good filtering one. If you left me, it'd break my kidney. <laughs> the left one's kind of quit on me, but that right one. Yeah, buddy. Oh, boy. I'm tempted to take a, an early break. That's probably a so good we'll idea. So lots of time when the president comes back, it is entirely possible he is going to unleash some of the Trumpiest Trumpiness that what's, he has ever trumped. What's the chances he doesn't? He held back during impeachment, which was wise. right. Um, And he held back mostly during the prayer breakfast this morning, which was mostly right. Stay tuned. He's got things to say and he's going to say them. A Trumpian blast. Next.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Awaiting the President of the United States of America. Well, apparently he's going to come out and... Come on, uh, Donald J. I got a tea time later. I know you can relate to that. Let's get this... Uh, let's get a move on. He made an observation this morning when he was at the prayer breakfast that he looked more orange than normal. Yes. And your theory is... I believe his orangeness rises and falls with his approval ratings. So he's got his highest approval rating ever. Yeah, and so he's at his tangeriniest. <laughs> so he's the most orange. Well, I was, I was telling how I, I got here, oh, dark 30 this morning, and Positive Sean, one of the news editors, were uh, watching the TV, and I I had two thoughts as I walked past seeing them about 40 feet away. I thought, I wonder why the two of them are watching the TV, and wow, is Trump orange? So, and as it turns out, they were standing there discussing how orange the president looks today. But, hmm. you know, he's, he's, he's uh, post-impeachment, he's acquitted, he's, he's riding high, he's, he looks to be... Perhaps post-impeachment tan going. He's running against the, the, the odds and sods collection of, of uh, socialists and children. And, and so, you know, <laughs> he's riding high. We've all had days like those. Enjoy, enjoy them while they last. So the good book tells you this too shall pass, both the good and the bad. Yeah. A little perspective. Anyway, the president is still waiting for something. I don't. I don't know. So our bottled water machine, our pure water machine in the lunchroom is on the fritz right now. Yeah. And Sean is going all the way down to the gym on the first floor to get bottled water because he won't drink tap water. That's right. You baby. <laughs> tap water? What am I, a Civil War soldier? <laughs> and uh, and uh, there are many people that are doing similar. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I think it's interesting. It's just uh, the times change. Bottled water is a huge deal, as you know. Our tax money for generations has gone to make sure that we have among the finest water on planet Earth in oh, terms is. of safety and everything Absolutely like that. the best on Earth. And in human history, it's just unprecedented, and we've paid so much money for that, and everybody uh, under the age of 40 will not drink it. Yeah, I saw what happened in Michigan. Because <laughs> it seems so yeah. crazy to just drink water out of a tap. Yeah. You're yeah. not drinking out of the toilet, are you? You get it out of the faucet. That's where you get the tap. Right, you get it out of the faucet put it through your Brita filter, and then you got some good water. Down. Oh, for goodness sakes, you babies. <laughs> so he the, is like a little yeah, yeah. baby. I remember when they paused the Battle of the Bulge because the soldiers said, hey, this is unfiltered water. Excuse us, Nazis. We'll, we'll be back after we've gotten some bottled water. Is that the spirit that made this country great? The soldiers at Lexington and Concord. Just wishing they had a little the, 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 that Fiji water. I know plenty of people who won't let their pets drink tap water. Oh, stop I it! I know people send them to the me that fill up the water dishes for their dog and their cat and their gerbil or whatever. I'm gonna run a boot camp for those people. I'm gonna <laughs> toughen them up. Spirit that brought this country the greatness we enjoy now. It's not through being a pampered little pussy cat. Stick your head under. I grew up drinking from a hose, and look at me. I'm fine. <laughs> Okay, so they're playing Hail to the Chief, and the president is about to walk in. Let's, uh, Here let's do it. Yep.
2: So to you. And, and now we've got the ruffles and flourish. Oh, be quiet. Ladies Hell and gentlemen, the, chief. the president comes the of the president. United States.
1: You don't have to describe the music. we can hear it. Chief, he's the chief of the whole country. Let's hail him now because he's about to begin.
2: You could want another lyrics to this song. Well, thank you very much. Bring it. Thank you.
1: And just for a little context, what is this? I thought it was just a, like a But it looks like it's a, an official get-together. Yeah, he's recruited some friends, an uh, intimate gathering in the East Room there. I believe that's the East Room. Okay, there's a lot of people in the crowd. <laughs>
2: Thank
1: you. Wow. So, who, is, who are all these people? These are all Republicans? Yeah, i got to assume. Sure, friends, contributors, congresspeople, senators. I, I just think it's interesting. So he survived impeachment. He's got a 49% approval rating. And you can feel the people just, I need to get a little of that. He's got more power. Oh, I need to cheer even lower so I get a little more power. So that's the way power works. To the way coattails work. All right. All right. Let's get to it.
2: The day after a vote on whether to remove them or not. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Wow. We've all been through a lot together, and uh, we probably deserve that hand for all of us because uh, it's been a very unfair situation. Uh, I invited. Some of our very good friends, and we have limited room, but everybody wanted to come. We kept it down to a minimum, and believe it or not, this is a minimum. Uh, But a tremendous thing was done over the last number of months. But really, if you go back to it, over the last number of years, we had the witch hunt. It started from the day we came down the elevator, myself and our future first lady who's with us right now. Thank you, Melania. Okay, she's super pretty seems like a nice person let's get on with it never really stopped Uh, we've been going through this now for over three years Uh, it was evil it was corrupt it was dirty cops uh, it was leakers and liars and this should never ever happen to another president ever I don't know that other presidents would have been able to take it some people said no they wouldn't have but I can tell you at a minimum uh, you have to focus on this because it can get away very quickly, no matter who you have with you, it can get away very quickly. It was a disgrace. Uh, had I not fired James Comey, who was a disaster, by the way, uh, it's possible I wouldn't even be standing here right now. We caught him in the act. Dirty cops, bad people. If this happened to President Obama, A lot of people would have been in jail for a long time already, many, many years. Uh, I want to start by thanking some of, and I call them friends, because you know, you develop friendships and relationships when you're in battle and war, much more so than, gee, let's have a normal situation. With all that we've gone through, we've done, I think, more than any president and administration. And really, I say, for the most part, Republican congressmen, congresswomen, and Republican senators. We've done more than any administration in the first few years. You look at all of the things we've done. I watched uh, this morning as they tried to take credit for the stock market from, from, think of that. Let me tell you, if we didn't win, the stock market would have crashed. And the market was going up a lot before the election because it was looking like we had a good chance to win. And then went up tremendously from the time we won the election till the time we took office, uh, which was November 8th to January 20th. And that's our credit. That's all our credit. And leading up to that point was our credit because there was hope. And one of the reasons the stock market's gone up so much in the last few days is people think we're doing so well. They liked the state of the union speech I wondered how
1: scripted this was uh, going to be not is the obvious answer yeah
2: to get some stuff off his chest it really is it's a true honor to give it uh, making the state of the union speech I was with some people that have been around they've been all over the world And one of them said, highly sophisticated person said, you know, no matter where you go in the world, it doesn't make any difference. There is nothing like what I witnessed tonight. The beauty, the majesty of the chamber, uh, the power of the United States, the power of the people in this room. Really an amazing, I don't think there is anything like that anywhere in the world. You can go to any other country, you can go to any other location, any other place. It's the beauty of everything. It's what it represents and how it represents our country. I want to start by introducing some of the people that are here. I know some no, I are was, going to be left out. I was sure he was going to pivot to Nancy, Nancy so tearing hard. up the address
1: right there. Mm. Oh, tonight. man, I thought he was going to spike that. But it's not nope. a
2: speech. It's not anything. It's just we're sort of, um, it's a celebration because we have... Something that just worked out. I mean, it worked out. We went through hell unfairly, did nothing wrong, and did nothing wrong. I've done things wrong in my life, I will admit. Not purposely, but I've done things wrong. But this is what the end result is. Told the Newspaper, Trump acquitted,
1: Trump acquitted. the headline on every newspaper I've got in front of me. Yep. He's holding it up like Dewey defeats Truman.
2: So, you can take that home, honey. Maybe we'll frame it. It's the only good headline I've ever had in the Washington Post. I'll tell you. But every paper is the same. Does anybody have those papers? Does anybody have- I'll tell you. Yeah,
1: I have a USA yeah. Today. I got a San Francisco Chronicle. Got a, a Wall Street Journal. They all have a Trump acquitted in big letters. Um, we'll skip through the names that he's about to hit and see if he uh, you know, does any bashing on Nancy or anything like that. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If anything uh, exciting happens, we'll bring it to you. Because I think he's going to laundry list a bunch of supporters. I, I, I expected a little more combative rhetoric. I mean, that was pretty combative, but uh, maybe he's just getting warmed up. I yeah. guess we'll find out together. Got to get him worked up to a boil. <laughs> oh, boy. I want him to say things that he shouldn't say. that good for the country? We'll have that for you coming up. So, President Donald Trump has been talking for about 20 minutes or so now. Um, uh, I don't know, what do you call it? A touchdown dance or an airing of the grievances? Or I don't know what's the best way to describe it. I think either one would be fairly accurate. It hasn't been quite as... Savage as I hoped for. I think he's just riding so high; it's tough to work up anger when everything's going your way. It, he has. I've been listening during the commercial break, and he's been talking about how it's all politics and phony, and and they're pissed because they lost the election, et cetera, et cetera. But it never really reached the level of this. We'll be uh, talking about for the next two weeks. Stuff. Okay, but well it's, that's fine. He's been praising Mitch McConnell and how smart he is, and. Let's just jump in then and uh, listen to a little of this. We're told by our producer it's getting kind of good, so here we go.
2: It's great, and I appreciate it, Mitch. And he's also given us 191 now. 191 federal judges. Two Supreme Court judges, huh? Up to 191. Great guy. Great guy. He's a tough guy to read. I'm good at reading people. Tough guy to read. I'd call him... (laughs) My wife would say, how'd you do with Mitch? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's what makes him good when you can read somebody. <laughs> He's so fantastic job. And he understood right for you. This was crooked politics. This was crooked politics. How about all these people? They're running for office. They're saying the worst things about me, like eight senators on the Democrat side. Most of them got wiped out. You know, they got uh, 1% or less. Most of them got less. They decided to go home. Let's go back to California. Let's go back to wherever they came from. Let's go back to New York. How about that one? Our New York Senator Gillibrand. Oh, boy. Let's go back to New York. Here we go. After they get nothing. And then they take an oath that they will be fair, that they will be reasonable. all of the different things that they had to sign. They're not fair. But here's the beauty. So we have four left. They're saying the most horrendous things about me, it's okay, it's politics. And then they're supposed to vote on me. They're trying to replace me. And then they're supposed to be voting. So I think it's I mean, I think it's incredible. But so Mitch, I want to thank you very much, incredible. And you have some of your folks here. And they're incredible people. And they've been right from the beginning. And again, You're out of session, unfortunately. I didn't, you know, I only told these folks, let's do this today. We did a prayer breakfast this morning, and I thought that was really good. In fact, that was so good it might wipe this out. But by the end, by the time we finish this, we'll wipe that one out, those statements. (laughs) (laughs) I had, uh, I had. So that,
1: see, that's him completely understanding what he's doing in a way that I'm not sure everybody does. What do you mean? I just, uh, what the point of this is. Ah. He's not it's he he thinks about how is how is the media gonna take this, how is this gonna play all day long? And, oh, he, and, he, oh, oh. and he's saying whatever I say here is gonna wipe all that out. Right, I'm not, sure, every, I'm not sure everybody it, yeah. realizes that that's the way it works or what they're doing. That yeah. might be exactly what Nancy knew the other night was I tear up this script that wipes out all that stuff he just said. Right. Right. That one upsmanship will be entertaining as heck for a while. Yeah. Then we'll see. But yeah, that's a bit of a touchdown dance. So. so is he just going through people he's thanking and that sort of thing? I like that the stuff about the phone call. You're right. Who who talks that way? Nobody but Trump. Yeah. He's Mitch. hard to read. I'll tell you that. Get him on the phone and tell people to say, "How did you do, with Mitch?" I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a, "What a unique character." Um has he taken on the witch Pelosi yet? The wicked witch of the west? No. I'm surprised by that. I wonder if the great manipulator of the media, Donald J., is thinking, I'm not going to give her that gasoline. I'm not going to give her that juice yet. Yeah, there's some uh, there's some bouncing around on Twitter. Apparently he dropped a BS at one point. And uh, people are upset. Uh, you said bull blank in the East Room. No, That's no. True. I was just giving you a heads up that we may need to tread carefully going forward. Oh, uh, um, we the would I, not be in trouble. No. If the President of the United States said an F word, there's no way the FCC could fine us for airing what the President of the United oh, States no. said. Yes, the FCC doesn't fine anybody for anything anyway. I, I'm uh, the, My only concern is our audience. I don't want to offend you good folks. Back to the Nancy thing, I think, like uh, we were talking about yesterday, I think he came out of that and thought, oh, she tore up the script behind me. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was a good one. She's learning. I might have to keep my eye on her. I think that's the way he reacted to I that. Think, I think you're absolutely right. She did it. Wow. Good one. Yeah. she yeah. dominated. mess with me. She dominated the news cycle for the rest of the night.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: What I said got covered up with her ripping up the speech. Right. So next time, i got to set something on fire. <laughs> right. Or, or, again, get the uh, Navy to throw a bucket of water on her. Just see if she melts. I'm not saying if. she will, but she might. She'd melt. <laughs> She'd obviously melt. We'd be nothing there, but, the, you, you know, in the in the Wizard of Oz, you had the yeah. hat. She doesn't wear a hat. She'd just have high heels and dentures. So sitting there in a puddle of water. Yeah. Yeah, well... Wouldn't that be lovely? <laughs> um, uh, and that is not a uh, calling for, you know, the Armstrong and Getty show called for violence against Nancy Pelosi, suggesting that should be sh- throw a bucket. Of- oh, shut up. In what context did Trump say BS? Did he say the whole um, impeachment trial was a bunch of BS? Or? I don't know yet. Let me see if I can track that down. Probably. I owned a bull once and you know what the problem with it was? Well, you'd feed it and then all of a sudden you got like, uh, you know, a wheelbarrow full of bulls, bull spit, bull uh, it was all BS, says of the uh, Trump says of the Mueller report. There you go. Okay, we got a, a passage. Uh, Hanson thinks worth
2: here. Religion as a crutch. They oh, never yeah. used it before. An article written today. Never heard him use it before. Oh, But okay. today, you know, it's one of those things. But you know, it's a failed presidential candidate, so things can happen when you fail so badly running for president. But, Josh Hawley, I want to thank you. You were right from the beginning. Man, did I make a good choice. So
1: that was, okay, that was his shot at Mitt saying yes. using religion as a crutch. Yeah. Well, he at the prayer breakfast this morning was saying, I don't appreciate people being phony with their faith, talking about I prayed for the president when you know you didn't. Which is a heck of a thing to say at the prayer breakfast. kicking the, kick the guts. Yeah, I'll bet, Mitt. Yeah, well, the, you know what? It's fun to watch a sport. It really is. You know us. We worry. So many people are so whipped up by all of this. You know, it, it, we're not paying attention to how politics actually intersects with our real lives. It just becomes a soap opera and a battle. Um, and I think both parties have an interest in in continuing that. But the prayer stuff is interesting. So we broadcast um, uh, from California. And I have been surrounded by California attitudes for so long. I have been, uh, I've lost my sense of certain things. Mm -hmm. And, um, for instance, watching the Senate trial last week when they would open with that prayer. And, I mean, it was a full-on Jesus-y God prayer, Mm -hmm. you know, to guide us in this and that and everything like that. That's the sort of thing I'm so unused to hearing. And the only time I ever hear about it, it's mocked living where I live, that it struck me as, wow, wow people still do that. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I, I, you know, it reminded me, yeah, for the rest of the country and for my, my most normal people, that's perfectly legitimate and a part of life. Yes. So Nancy Pelosi, I don't know what's in her heart or anything like that, but the town she represents, there ain't a lot of people praying for anybody. Oh, or no. or any time they reach trouble in their lives, looking to uh, to Christ for uh, for answers. Yeah, if somebody's looking for answers in San Francisco, it's generally to Old Scratch. There are more Satanists than Christians in San Francisco. Uh, so I, I don't know. It almost it almost seems like Nancy Pelosi has to be being genuine because her constituency is not digging her talking about praying. She's not doing that for her home folks. I think she's doing it for middle America.
0: I think it's Because completely she's the leader funny. of the house.
1: She, okay. Yeah, I would guess that. Although, again, I don't know. Her what's... whole I'm a Catholic and the word and uh, the Bible tells us and all that, is that. It's it's really uncool to doubt people's. But because of where she's from, like I was just saying.
0: No, that's, that's, that's not, not
1: fair. That's not fair. I mean, there are Christians. There are lots of conservatives in in the Bay Area, California. Sure, but the people that put her in office, that vote for her and put her in office, were probably not doing it right. around her being a, a, a devout Catholic. Oh, no, but that doesn't mean she's not one. I don't happen to think she is. But she again, would have I had have... to. To get elected, you can't tell me this isn't true. To get elected, she would, she, and I don't know what it was like originally, but to originally get elected, she had to hide that. Oh, yeah. She oh, had yeah. to hide that. Sure. She wasn't going around talking about, I prayed last night, and I, I looked to Christ for guidance. There's no way she was talking that oh, stuff. Oh, no, she left it out. Right. Omission. So whether it's real or not, that's a different question. That is a different question. Yeah. I can't answer that. You know. You did just insinuate she's a witch a little bit ago. Oh, I'll state it out loud for the record. I believe she is a practice uh, a practicing uh, participant in the black arts. Now, really, the, the dark arts. Now, Mitt, I believe, uh, certainly believe, is a, uh, a devout man, a devout Mormon, and believes yeah. all that sort of stuff. Right. Whether that not that's what motivated his vote yesterday, I don't know. Well, you can be a good and decent and moral person and still be wrong. Which I think Mitt is in this case. But, you know, it's fine. He's operating according to his conscience. Everybody's fine. I'm not mad at Mitt. You could be a devout Christian and still not be able to overcome your anger at someone either. Ah! Because you're silly a human. And that's right. You're a sinner, like all of us. And you still are really mad that Donald Trump had you go to the White House and had all the media talking about how you might be secretary. What was he up for? Of state? Poof. Secretary of state, and then Trump hangs you out to dry. Humiliates you, perhaps intentionally. All right. That would stick in a guy's craw. Even a craw as clean and well-powdered as Mitt Romney's. <laughs> oh, it's shiny and spotless. You could eat off his craw. Oh, boy. So, listen, if the president says anything, especially Trumpy during the remainder of his address to the East Room, uh, we will bring it to ye. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's it's nice. It's fine. I thought he might go crazy, but no, it's very measured. You won't miss well, it. it's somewhat measured. You won't miss any... Yeah, by his it, standards. By his standards. <laughs> if we're any other president, we'd all be standing here with our jaws <sighs> down. What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The
1: Armstrong and Getty
2: Show. First, went through Russia, Russia, Russia. It was all bullshit.
1: And the crowd, just, <laughs> Like we were saying, our, we just said a little bit ago, the president that we, we were hoping it'd be wild, it's not that wild. By Trump standards. If it were a different president, if that were Barack Obama or George Bush, holy crap! Yeah. But you, you know. Speaking of crap, I believe Donald J. Trump will be too bullshit as. uh... William Jefferson Clinton was the penis. You, it's, it's 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 around and so uh, there's, you everybody really, says it all the really you couldn't really say penis on the radio before the Lewinsky trial, right? And the Lorena Bobbitt yeah, thing, yeah, similar yeah. era, yeah. But everybody says boles in their real life, or at least a lot of people do. I know a lot. Some of you are are particularly uh, conservative in your use of strong language. I <laughs> I think that is a fine and earthy American expression and worthy of inclusion in the national discourse. It's certainly earthy. And that, was, <laughs> that was a bunch of fancy words, meaning I'd like to say it on the air. Well, and if the elected president of the United States says it, you've got to be able to air it. You know what? They're, honestly, as, as a student of language and a lover of words, the F-bomb is frequently lazy. People use it when there are better words and everything's effing this and effing that. Now it's my blank and knee hurts. There's no it, reason for that. It's an intensifier. Well, there is a reason for it, but people use it all the time. I use it too much in real life, honestly, but um, it you could live without it. Bullshit is such a great... And the fact that I can say it with a P but not a T is just hilarious to me. But it's a perfect word for what you're trying to communicate. Yeah. It is You're right. speech intended to deceive and devoid of, of serious truth. And everybody understands that definition. Everybody understands that it's just got a little bit of edge of sarcasm to it when you use that term. It's, it's a great word. Bullshit. Bro- <laughs> Thank you, Mr. President. The President is still speaking. If he says anything important before we get off the air, we'll bring that to you. But this is a breaking story. The DNC chair has called for a re-canvassing of the Iowa caucuses. No, why? The canvas rip? (laughs) Which means they're basically going to go over all the numbers again. So the New York Times is out with a story today saying there are inconsistencies (laughs) in the numbers. They did the very normal, easy, journalistic job Of calling a bunch of the precincts and saying, what were your totals? And then they matched them up with what they're being told by the Iowa people in charge. And that they don't match. Right. So it's not like it's, you know, really rocket science here. We employed our algorithmic research department. I asked that guy. He says nine. You say eight. What gives? Right. That's that's the sum total of that investigation. That's right, sir. And Uh, Pete and Bernie are now point a tenth of one percent apart. But don't they get like the same number of delegates anyway? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't they all yeah. get together to the uh, six fools who remain? And that's ah, dismissive. No, it's I'm all- sorry, I retract that. The six fine and esteemed candidates who remain. Can't they all get together and say, Look, it's close enough. We're on to New Hampshire. Nobody cares. The only thing that matters is whether Bernie gets to say, I won the first two states. <laughs> whether well, he did or not. Well, he's that's so, I mean uh, it. let him say it. We got the First Amendment. If he wants to say it, go ahead. And, and Lil Pete's going to say, no, he didn't. I did. Lil Pete. And the, the two of them can argue about it all the way to South Carolina for all I care. Lil Pete's a hilarious character from the Dogman book. So when you say that, it makes me chuckle. Dogman? Dogman is huge. Is that huge. Dave Pilkey? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Dogman is huge. Love kids. Dave Pilkey. Yeah. A new Dogman book comes out, the world stops for kids under the age of, I don't know. Fifteen, I'm guessing. I loved reading the Captain Underpants books to my kids as much as they loved hearing them. Uh, th- th- how many Dog Man books are out? Dog Men. I'm guessing eight. Okay, so this is a dog who stands upright. Has oh, it, Every every book starts with exp- re-explaining how it started in case you're starting in the middle of the series. I guess, mm. but it was a cop who was. How did the cop die? I don't remember. I support our local police. And then the dog gang. got hit by a car. Oh my! But yeah. uh, so the the cop's body was okay, but his, his his uh his head was his brain was gone. The <laughs> G- dog's body was, dark, but was gone. gone, but the brain was okay. So they right. put the dog's head on the cop. Right. I love it. And <laughs> That's uh that's a little heavy, but uh... <laughs> and he's going after little Petey, who is the number one criminal in town, who happens to be a cat. Well, I don't think little Petey Buttigieg is a. Uh... <laughs> They say, I don't think he's a criminal. He's just a bit of a lightweight. <laughs> anyway, it's this now. Final Thoughts. Yeah! Here's your host, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. There he is. He's flipping the toggles. He's pushing the levers. He keeps us on the air. Michelangelo, final thought. I was a little disappointed with Donald Trump. I was hoping he'd come out with a Hunter Biden hand puppet. I really want a hand puppet. I thought this was a perfect opportunity to make fun of Hunter Biden. Who's got some coke? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not helpful. Positive Sean, a final thought for us? Uh, yes, Mr. President, what did you think of today's show? It was all bullshit. Oh, that's rude. Oh, man. wow. Well, eh, not inaccurate. Jack, final thought for you us? You know, um. You can make the argument that there are a number of things, obviously, that Trump has done that are inappropriate, blah, blah, blah. we talked about that. But a whole lot of the last three years has been that word, BS. Just completely either never existed at all or or stretched so far it might as well be completely made up. A ton of it was BS. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Uh, I'm surprised he hasn't taken a run at Adam Schiff yet. He's talking about the chiefs coming to the, uh, the White House right now. He's, he's just... He's filling his oats, and he's going on. We'll bring you the highlights tomorrow. Oh, gosh, my final thought. Uh, mm, uh, er, uh, I'm glad it's over. Can we stop talking about it, please? What do you call those pants you're wearing? Are they called leisure pants? Call them Jimmy the Pant. I don't know. Now, that's a category. They're hiking pants. They're guide pants. Yeah, but there's a category now. It's for pants you can wear in, like, kind of a business setting. Yeah, I don't know that term. And then go uh, lead a Boy Scout troop later with. Theoretically, yeah, I, I do hike and kayak and such. I'm not going to today. It's a hot new category for men's clothes. I love it, man. It's making a pant oh. that is kind of sweat ish but you could wear it into a you know a business meeting or something. I love it because the old formal style of pants—they're just complete. BS is what it is. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four hour workday. So many people to thank. So many people you wish were tracking with the show. Anyway, <laughs> go to ArmstrongandGetty.com. The podcasts are all there. Uh, we've got all sorts of good stuff for you. And uh, you can get swag or email us mailbag at ArmstrongandGetty.com. You know, the Friday show it's always fun. We'll see you then. God bless America. Uh, What you're doing. Bullshit. Armstrong and Getty.
0: For current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, ten girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait.